0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 76 of the Watch Rolling Podcast. The Watch Rolling Podcast is a veteran owned podcast that focuses on horology from a veteran's point of view, as well as shares valuable veteran resources with the watch enthusiast community. My name is Jason. I'm your host. If you're new to the pod, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. As always, the Watch Rolling Podcast is brought to you by the Anti Watch Watch Club. The AWWC is a 501c3 charitable organization that utilizes a drop style culture with all kinds of cool stuff like nalgene bottles, rash guards, sweatshirts, coins cool glow in the dark challenge coins, you name it. And they use the funds from that to um, help facilitate all kinds of humanitarian and social needs for law enforcement, first responders and veteran and military organizations. Again, they are a 501c3 charity organization. They don't pull any salaries, everything they get uh, as far as funds from the products goes to the charities that they help. So I invite you to check them out at antiwatchclub.org. They're doing great stuff and a great group of guys and be on the lookout for some cool stuff coming up in the future. The pod is also brought to you by Straps. Watchtraps. Watch Watchtraps watch is a veteran known watch strap company that provides you all kinds of cool, well-priced, and fairly priced NATO, sorry, uh, North American treaty organization, nylon straps, canvas watch rolls, and the like. All kinds of cool watch tools. You guys know I'm in love with the gray fluted nylon strap and uh, the canvas watch rolls. You can't beat them. Canvas, suede line, hold four watches and some tools. Roll them up. Take them on travel. Check them out at mooshywachtstraps.com. And don't forget to use the code VET10. That's Victor Echo Tango 10 for 10% off your entire order at checkout. And as always, I don't get any money from either of these organizations. I believe in them, what they're doing, and uh, we look out for each other. Without further ado, so episode 76 is another special uh, episode. It's an interview. It's an interview with uh, Kingsley S., who is a vet tech graduate. You guys have heard me talk about vet tech before, but I actually got someone on here to talk about the program and, and what you can get from it and why a veteran should check it out. Uh, Kingsley's a great guy. We've had a little bit of time to talk before the show, uh, accomplished guy, Air Force veteran, uh, done a lot of cool stuff, but, um, speaks pretty highly of the program so far. so we're going to talk to him and, and get his point of view. Uh, as always, you know, I'm always about trying to help veterans, you know, get jobs, keep jobs, careers, meaningful work, stuff that fulfills them. Like it used to fulfill us when we used to do our job, uh, when we were active duty. I know that's not the case for everybody, but you know, I had a hard job, but I loved it. And, uh, sometimes I'm sad I can't do it anymore. So if I can help someone find some meaningful employment, uh, put some food on the table and a nice roof over the house, that's what I'm going to do. So without further ado, let's welcome Kingsley, that's a vet tech graduate, to the Watch Rolling Podcast. Hey, what's Kingsley, cool? how you doing?
1: Hey, what's going on, family? What's going on, Jay? How we doing Not much.
0: today? Pretty good, man. How about yourself?
1: Look, <laughs> man, I'm doing fabulous because I'm like, wow, it's crazy how we've just talking literally for the last 20 minutes and it felt like we know each other for the last 10 years.
0: Yeah, man, that- cool people get along. <laughs>
1: Yeah, man, it's like the veteran community, man. It doesn't matter, like y'all you say. You got that V stamp on you, like, man. We could just talk about and jaw jack about anything. But uh, nah, I'm glad to be here. Thank you for the invite.
0: Oh no problem, man. Thanks for you know, thanks for reaching out because I was I was actually you know I was out there link I call LinkedIn fishing, like,
2: <laughs> right? And uh, I wasn't catching you're anything, on. and then you, and, and you, were
0: like, and you were like, hey man, I'll come on. I was like, oh yes, let's do it because because you know the vet tech program, everything I've heard, you know. And, let's be honest man there's i saw a linkedin comment from that one dude there's always someone's got something negative to say but it, the thing is like it's like i tell people all the time man like if you think life's going to be a perfect trivial pursuit pie you got another thing coming right like you, if you have six slices of pie one of those slices is is not going to be as good as the rest but you got to enjoy the whole pie for what it is and not complain yeah. because that one had four less cherries than the rest of the pie or something like that so uh but why don't you just do us a quick favor, Kingsley? Uh, I gave you a brief introduction, but introduce yourself and uh, tell us what you currently do now and then how quickly like how Vet Tech helped with that before we go into the whole Vet Tech thing.
1: Oh, sure. So my name is Kingsley. They call me Kings, a.k.a. the Dash Cal Defender. I'm a Air Force veteran. Uh, when I was in the Air Force, I did security forces. So it's the the law enforcement um, version for the Air Force investigations and special duty career advisor. Uh, actually, tomorrow will be my five-year being a veteran so tomorrow's <laughs> nice. my you know tomorrow the 28th of november makes five years of me being a veteran the veteran status so i crossed over um in 2018 and then then uh 2020 i found this organization well this uh academy that w- was doing um accepting the vet tech application and that was when it was first it was brand new right so you know you know how veterans right they word on the street and then everybody started running to the va and by the time i got my certificate uh my coe certificate eligibility all the funds were exhausted so i had to use my vrne my voc rehab benefits for the first time but then in 2021 when i came so i went back to the school right because when i went to the first time i was like man holy crap man this is so awesome so dope uh let me I, i need to get into the vet tech So in 21, when they um, put some more funds in the Vet Tech program, I still had my COE, my certificate eligibility, ran back to the school to even hesitate. I was like, hey, I need to get into your next program. And I went through the data science program in 21 and um, I used the Vet Tech program and, and it's a phenomenal program. So yes, I'm here to help answer the question. Like I said, I told you earlier when we started, I'm just a veteran trying to make, you know, not trying, making my dash count to make sure I lead the veteran community better than how i found it and until my last breath so yeah let's ready ro- i'm ready to rock and roll i'm yeah, ready I'm,
0: ex- I'm excited man and, I, and you know it's it's good for everyone to hear the passion behind that because it's like i've said it before on my podcast a million times man like people bad mouth the va and, and i always just say look man any and, and it strikes me crazy because we have people that are in the army largest organization navy second largest organization right air force is pretty big. Um, you guys are a little smaller now that Space Force broke off, um, you know, Coast Guards, anybody. But with, like, any large organization, man, there's going to be problems, bro. There's just going to be problems. It, it, you know, it's not not every ship is perfect in the Navy. Not every squadron's perfect in the Air Force, right? Or not every, you know, regiment's perfect in the Army. Like, you're going to have problem areas, right? And it doesn't mean that you poo-poo everything that they're trying to do. When they can actually help people, right? Like when, it, when right. you know, you got to use the program before you can badmouth it. And even then, you should probably look at it objectively and say to yourself, okay, nine out of 10 things are great. One thing wasn't so hot. Let's try to, you know, give some feedback and hopefully they fix the one thing, you know? Um, but it's good to hear the excitement because it, it's like you, you can't replicate that, man. That's, that's genuine excitement for a program from someone who's experienced it. So let's get into it. So, you know, give everyone a brief rundown of what the vet tech program is and what its primary mission is.
1: Okay. um, So the primary mission is like, uh, I tell people like, Hey, the answers in the, it's in the name, right? Yeah. Veterans. uh, uh I, I call it like veterans in and tech, right? It's like, if you're looking to get into tech and you're a veteran, guess what? You don't even have to, I didn't have any knowledge. I already told you I was, a, I was a cop. Okay. <laughs> in Law enforcement. And yeah. here I am now. I'm, you know, I, 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 pull uh put chalks down in the cyber education space because I want to help as many veterans as using this program to get inside of tech, right? Like I'm like I'm I'm at the at I call it the tip of the spear. Yeah. Right. Cause I came through the program and I seen the value it added to me. And now as a as a advisor where I'm at with the cyber education organization and their preferred provider, I've seen the value when veterans come through the program. And then now they're in the field and they're doing great things, right? Yeah. They're, they're doing great things. And imagine, so I'm a kid from Brooklyn, right? So I always like this right? Yeah. Like discounts is my thing. <laughs> so when I read about vet tech, it says, Hey, cause it's a pilot. It was a pilot program. So right now it's coming up on this, what they call the, the sunset time. Like, you know, yeah. it, 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 it ran its course. So um, for the veterans out there, if you are listening Uh, And this is coming from another veteran, right? This is, and this is what I've seen. I helped over a thousand veterans uh, help transition into the cyber industry since I've been with this organization, over a thousand. But I tell people, like, look, we need to get the word out to our um, senators and everybody in in office to where, you know, our voice needs to be heard because this program is on its sunset. I want it to be a forever program. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because I've seen the value added to myself. I've seen the value that added to other veterans. Like it changed their lives. Yeah. It, it, no, it you're exactly right. I know
0: exactly what you mean because it, it offers a second opportunity to serve. Right. Cause for a lot of us, man, like, you know, you know, I was a little bit of a knucklehead when I first came in, like, you know, we talked, I'm from Southern California. You're from yeah. New York. City. it's like, same, same thing. Right. You, you, you're from a taller part of the country and I'm from a, a shorter, wider, <laughs> better better weather part of the country. Right. Yeah. But like, once you get in, man, and you're doing, you're doing it and you have this thing of serve, serving. And then when you get out, you know, I know a lot of us look for a job where we can continue to serve, continue to do good things. Right.
1: Hundred percent.
0: And this program, just from what I read, so for everyone, it's veteran employment through technology education courses. That's vet tech. Um, shame on me for not spelling it out. I, I know how to use acronyms, but I messed up anyways. Um, but, you know, technology is not going anywhere. So if you want to continue to serve and like you say, be on the tip of the spear. This is how you do it in, in an arena that's gonna be around, you know, for a hot minute.
1: Yeah, it's not going nowhere. This is this is the new water that you're drinking. Yeah. Like this is the new water. So, you know, you talked about hey, explain the program and how did so when I was reading about it when I first got introduced back in 2020 and I and and I missed out on the first time when it came around because it just it came in and went so fast. One of my actually one of my other good close friends told me about vet tech, because I was just trying to figure myself out, right? I was yeah. re- retired from the military. Um, like, I didn't, you know, I was, I was medically retired, but I didn't know what I wanted to do life after, right? So I'm like, man. So he told me about, hey, man, go look at vet tech. Like, what's that? I was like, hey, you, you like your iPhone, right? I was like, yeah. And I was like, well, <laughs> can I do the same thing? He's like, yeah, you could. It's like law enforcement before the cyber side. I'm like, oh, man, that's pretty dope. But I think I could translate my skills. So I was reading about it, and when you read, it says, "It take away one day. If you have one day of benefits left, you qualify for the Vet Tech program." Of course, there's other things in there, but that's the main thing. If you have one day of your GI Bill left, yeah, it covers. And what and what does it cover? Like it, they have two: they have preferred provider, non-preferred provider. But at the end of the day, it helps veterans um, get the baseline of what yeah. you need to get into the sector. Now, even after the training, you have six months, right? So after graduation, you have six months to get in to the industry, and you have some organizations that have the preferred provider, so they have a little bit more skin in the game, right? So they do professional development courses. They do um, lunch and learns, um, you name interview prep, you know, because- yeah. You could learn the information, but if you can't, when you go to the interview and you scratch your head like, oh, I, I don't I don't know. You know, like no, they teach you how to make sure that you could translate what you learn and how can it help solve problems into whatever organization you're trying to get to.
0: Yeah. So how does um th- do you feel like the the first thing that comes to mind for me is like, you know, a lot of industry stuff, right? So I mean you've been around the block. If the VA doesn't do a good job promoting their own programs then corporations don't know that these programs exist and there's lots of companies that would love to have a veteran person with like a cybersecurity background or some kind of data science background because they know that, you know, they're going to show up, they're going to work, they're going to, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, (laughs) You know what I mean? So I think like the job placement thing for the six months would be a lot easier if there was established relationships, right? You know, obviously the person has to be qualified. Obviously there's got to be competition that stuff all, you know, yeah, you're not going to, just walking, expecting to get a job off your interview. But um, have you seen like companies that do that, that do a good process with that? Or is it kind of um, still like something that's growing in the, in the community?
1: Right. So when it first came out, it was a, like I said, it's a pilot program, right? So they was trying to kind of fill the gap because there's a very big, it a huge shortfall in the, in the cyber tech, you know, they had o- over a million unfilled jobs you know when it first came out saying like okay how do we um and it was a lot of veterans homeless veterans or veterans uh without um employment after they you know separated you know did they time move on something else so they was like hey just like as you said we have this skill set that they learned in the military whether and it didn't matter whether they was in logistics uh if they was working on the flight line if they was in um personnel doing travel vouchers you know Something that they learned during their active duty time could translate over to the cyber tech side and fill that gap. Yeah. You know, and, and the thing is that um it just it started out as word of mouth, right? And and basically if you because for any of the veterans out there that try to navigate around the VA.gov web uh webpage, you know it could be like it's a maze, right? It's a rabbit yeah. hole. You click one thing, you go down somewhere else, you click something else. And- and next thing you like, hold on, what did I come in here to look for? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sometimes so, it's a
0: perpetual loop. You're just yeah. stuck in this loop.
1: <laughs> you just clicking around, and then when you find, like, wait, what was I looking for again? And then next thing you know, it's two hours, three hours that pass, and you know you get frustrated, give up, or yeah. you close out the thing. But actually, having other veterans that have went through the program, and then it started by word of mouth, right? Okay. I found out about word of mouth like. Uh, the students that uh the learners that come through where, where i'm at now as a as the lead student advisor they tell the other veteran partners like hey go look into vet tech like you know try this school out or look go to the website there's a whole list of schools that's that's out there that that use it that use this program you know so because some they you know like say people go back to school after they get out because that's like the thing right you get out of service you either go back to school or you go back to what you was doing and you try to yeah. find something else, right? It's like one of the three things. So imagine if you four years in or six years in, and then you hear, like, hey, you can only you only have to give up one day, but then they cover the cost of you to go to school to learn a new trade, to make sure that you going to go to, to put food on your table to feed your family, to keep a roof over your head.
2: Yeah.
1: And it's and it's growing. As you see, I mean, ChatGPT <laughs> just came out what earlier this year, yeah. and you see how much it it, it expanded in in this short period of time. We didn't even reach the end of twenty twenty four yet. We still got what a whole <laughs> month in uh, a month and what uh, three days. Yeah, you know, and it changed the landscape in one year. Mm-hmm. So just imagine how much how much more positions have opened up since since then.
0: Oh yeah. You no, know, and, and I think it's important too, especially for the younger people, you know, do for do, you know, do a tour and get out. Like you have the opportunity. I, I have a buddy of mine whose son was in the national guard. Right. And did his time, was in and used benefits to get a cybersecurity certificate. Right. 22 years old, dude. Got an interview for a yeah. GS twelve Here position.
1: Here it comes. Yeah, you hear. Say it again. Say he it again a, for the people he, in the back. Yeah. He is a
0: 22. <laughs> well, he's probably like 23 now. GS12. 23 years old. I mean, he's got his whole future. Like he he can retire from federal service, right?
1: 100
0: percent And then be gosh, gosh knows what pay grade, mm-hmm. right? Or grade, you know, general schedule. And then and then you know that you know how it works oh yeah he, he retires from that and he goes and becomes a contractor yeah but at that yeah. level he's like a vice president or something because he knows how the system works right and like yes you know what i mean and it's like it's 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 so cool that, that these programs exist um it just kind of sucks when the word doesn't get out officially from you know the people that should be putting the word out which is the people that are actually operating the program but uh you know so we talked about the primary mission so how did From from your perspective, how does Vet Tech program support veterans in their transition to civilian life? We just kind of touched on it a second ago, but how would you say it helps support veterans in their transition to civilian life?
1: Right. So I could talk about one veteran that I know pretty well. Yeah. I know him for a little over four decades. Um, His name is K. Scott. (laughs) You know, it changed my life. From living out of a suitcase on a twin size bed, and this is me sharing with you because I want other veterans to know, like, there's light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Me, I I didn't know what I wanted to do. You know, all I knew was military. Right? I was in for you know two decades You know, I just I wanted to stay in until I couldn't stay in the morning, <laughs> and they like, hey this is your time, like, it's for yeah. you transform. So, you know, I was kind of bummed I, you know, I I was kind of bummed. I was like, okay, as veterans, what do we do? Because I was a newly fresh veteran, right? Gonna figure it out. So, when I went through the program, after I graduated, I started applying for jobs. I didn't get any hits at first, you know, because I didn't, they, it's always something, right? It's like okay, yeah. you have the training. Now you don't have the skill set. You have the skill set. Yeah. You don't have to train or you know, it just. Yeah. It just or they something. want experience. Yeah, they want experience, right? Like, hold up, how how do I get experience? I need to get in. You know, give me <laughs> opportunity. I going to show you. Yeah. And that's all that we need is that op, that one opportunity, that one shot. You know that you know, I'm I'm. We talked about earlier, like like it music like all we have is that one shot. Give us that one shot. We have one shot. One shot, one kill. That's that's the way I see it. I was like, okay, somebody's gonna give me that opportunity. And where I'm at now, they gave me that opportunity. So it's it's funny, right? So I, I was like on month five <laughs> yeah. of trying to look, you know. So I'm like, I'm I'm against the wall, right? I have 30 days left before my six-month um window expired. But when that happened, I did a project um for the school I went to, and they used that as a, a submission um to the VA to show how the veterans that come came through their program is doing is is doing great things. So I was just yeah. hanging around and they reached out to me like, hey, we're we're standing up this uh this new department, student success department. Um and I said, I, I immediately I stopped them. I said when do I start? <laughs> you know, because I, I did a special duty a career advisor in the Air Force yeah. and then I seen what they were trying to do like something great for the veterans. So I'm like when do I start? as soon as I said that my phone started ringing off the hook and from nice. these major corporations. You know, I was like, wait, hold on. Y'all didn't want to give me the chance then. So, no, I'm going to, I gracefully turned them down. Yeah. Right. Because I went to some place that gave me the opportunity to show my value added.
2: Yeah.
1: Fast forward to 2023. I'm like, in my mind, I'm the best to ever. You know all say like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm the student of I like you. you know I'm yeah look on my LinkedIn, got all my people like they, because it's like my passion bleeds through, right? And I and I tell people like as long as they give you that shot, you don't take it for granted because you know what you're doing. You setting up for the next veteran to come behind mm-hmm. you. And now you keeping that door open for them to come and show them uh, with it so it changed my life. Like from from that now, you know, I relocated down in San Antonio, you know, the um military cyber you know, uh, cyber South, right. You know, we have security, we have all these major things. And if I want, I could go there, but I'm needed here. I'm needed here. What I'm doing right now to help veterans come in. Right. Because it's, you know, imagine like, you know, you have you, you know, Navy, right. So you got, you, you got young sailors and they don't know what they don't know. Yeah as a, you know, I'm still in my CNCO um hat, right? Like, it's like, okay, I gotta take care of the younger, you know, I call them the young veterans, right? I gotta take care of the young yeah. veterans. Because I know if that happens to me as an older veteran, I can only imagine what they're going through. So, yeah, that program, this program, because it's still going on until, you know, it, it gets exhausted. My preference, I would like it to be like a forever, you know, Definitely. a forever vet tech, you know, because like you said, tech is not going away. No, Heck, we can't even keep this up to date right here. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Like they on high, Like this is a 13. I, you know, I was I was fresh out off the box with the new 13. That thing outdated now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So just imagine how much more. And you hit the nail on the head when you said veterans. What are we good at? Showing up on time, <laughs> yeah. putting in the work, problem solving. You know, I just go down the list. Yeah. And if you look at the cyber and tech industry and you line up with what people are doing in the military or it lines up perfectly. So yeah. why not yeah. add to why not bring them on, you know, because it's, it's, it's defending to me. I'm a defender, right? So my mind is always thinking about defend, defend, defend. You're defending infrastructure. Yeah. You're the, def- you know, I could go down the list. No, it
0: really is, bro. It's like, it's like infrastructure, like in for a structure. And you know, one point I don't want to pass up, but I think that you brought up was really important was I, you know, you, you sharing your story about you didn't lose hope. You know, and I, I bro, listen, one day we'll break bread, we'll 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 have a we'll have a, a cold beverage because you're talking to a dude who uh, I ruptured both Achilles, man. One was misdiagnosed and you know, I had to get extended in order to walk again before I retired and I was actually I was allowed to regularly retire. But the job I had lined up before that, I lost that because you can't be a firefighter and your legs don't work anymore like they used to. Right. Um, and you're talking making twelve fifty an hour and just watching my savings just go away because I, I got stuff I got to pay for, right? Obliga- obligations and responsibilities. And it took me about six months, six months until I ran across, an, when I was going to school, I ran across an old shipmate and he was like, hey, my wife's company's looking for someone in your rate that can write do you have any writing uh, examples? I was like, bro, we're going to college. I got like 20 of them.
2: All right.
0: I said, I'll email you when I get inside the building. I'll never forget. It. I walked inside, emailed them. I had an interview that Wednesday. Um, I had an offer sheet that Friday and it changed my life. Right. Because one person gave me a shot. And it's because like you said, you, you know, you didn't lose hope. You put yourself in a position to seize the opportunity when the opportunity presented itself. And then when you get in, you lay waste. Right. I mean, you just absolutely without a shadow of a doubt show what you're capable of and what and that you're willing to learn and grow because i think that's a big thing too right like yeah you were a, a police officer you know i was a firefighter what i do now has nothing to do with firefighting right, <laughs> right. and you know and in you know cybersecurity, i'm sure there's like you know digital cops right like digital like tron yeah.
1: digital cops right a digital Six, yeah
0: yeah d- the digital frontier but um <laughs> you know it's like And it's like, it shows like people with real leadership skills, right? Real leaders will look at you and say, okay, this dude, this dude gets it. He's not a dinosaur. He's not going to sit there and be like, this is how we always did it. No, this guy has reinvented himself, you know, midway through his life after already having a career, successful career, and now is able to apply that to what we're doing here. And then on top of that, you get to like bring people in, right? Like you're like the Pied Piper. You're like, you're like the Pied Piper, but in a good way. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're that dude in Pinocchio, but you're actually helping <laughs> get people education and training, right? So that's awesome. So when it comes to the eligibility and enrollment, who who is eligible to participate in the tech program? So just so everyone that's watching knows, I'm gonna include the link in the show notes to the VA's website with all that stuff. Uh, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Kingsley's LinkedIn in there so you can look at his stuff. If you want to contact me? or say that's cool. Um, so we're, everything we're talking about here is really paraphrased. If you want like the exact nuts and bolts, go to the links because that's where it is but um, who is eligible to participate in the Vet Tech program, Kingsley? And then we can go on from there.
1: Right, as long as a, a veteran is eligible to receive uh, VA educational benefits, um, could apply for Vet Tech. Like I said, you have to have at least one day left on your um, VA educational post 911 or your GI Bill, um, the forever GI Bill now. So long as you have one day left, um, you can utilize it. Also, I believe, uh, uh, dependents of the, um, you know, if they, you know, if you transfer your education benefits and then have one day left to use it as well. Uh, Honorable discharge, uh, you know, you have to be, you know, like I said, as long as you can utilize the VA education benefits, you can. So, um, uh, when that lines up, but all you need is to apply, you go online to the va.gov site, you'll apply. They usually they, it took me um when I submitted my form, it, it took about two weeks for it to come back um for that certificate of eligibility. Now, once you get that certificate, is it's like you're uh <laughs> now you can stand on the line to get into the <laughs> club, right? Yeah. It's like it's like you're waiting to get into the club, like hey, I got my entry form. Like, okay, yep, stand, stand on the line over there. Just you know, <laughs> so you take that certificate of eligibility to a school of your choice, right? So on the VA website. They have uh what's called preferred providers. So preferred providers have a little bit more skin in the game, right? So they 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 have to super assist. Yeah. When I say super assist, super assist the veterans uh to gain uh meaningful employment, right? Because if they don't, the school has to pay back the entire funding to the VA. Okay. Everything. That's that's the preferred provider. So it's only like uh, I believe, like, five schools that's in the whole U.S. that's a preferred provider. So that's just how, you know, like, if they got skin in the game like that, that means that they, you know, they kind of put their name on the line, like, hey, our yeah. program is good. Like, we're going to make sure we're going to do everything in our powers to get a veteran. Now, the non-preferred providers, they still help out, but they're not on the hook. Like, uh, you know, they provide the training, they get you set up and good. So, and then after that, it's like, hey, Go and, and we'll be here to assist you along the way. But if you don't get a um, employed, then, um, you know, they get to keep a store in person. Like every school is, is the, the rating is different. But um, yeah, it's a whole list. And which is a good thing. Like some, if you look on the VA.gov, it shows that I know some people are like, oh, do I have to be at this place in person? Like, no, they have. It depends on the school, right? Because some schools are authorized for remote learning. Some schools, you have to be in person. And then that goes into the housing stipend as well that you do receive um, for the V uh, for the vet tech program. So if you're an in-person learner, um, you get the full what is it called the full be uh basic, uh, uh, basic allowance, allowance housing. of housing. Yeah, because I, yeah. I, I have to remember, like, hey, people not in the military. They, you know, we yeah. all about uh, acronyms and and and, yeah. and just uh, shortening everything up. So you get a stipend uh, from the VA. For housing, right? So it's kind of to supplement you to if you're in person, right? It helps out. Help. Yeah. If you're online, um, you get half that rate. But I tell people, I said, don't focus if you're online or in person. Do the cost analysis, right? Because like, say if you are taking, if you're doing vet tech and you have to go into a campus or um, in person, imagine driving to and from. Yeah, of course. When you drive to in front in the morning, you got to either stop at Starbucks or Chick fil A. That's like twenty, yeah. thirty dollars. The <laughs> gas, the time, sitting in traffic. You know, is it worth your time to just? And if you do the cost analysis, like, heck, I'm, I'm, I'm saving that much by just doing it online, right? So that option of because before, uh, before COVID, you had to be in person, right? Because you know the the GI Bill. And that's why they're looking at changing it because the job bill was kind of written back in you know the 80s and the cold era days. Like, hey, if you're doing any type of vocational training, you have to be in person.
2: Yeah.
1: But in the tech industry, <laughs> as long as you have internet, yeah. you know, you have internet connection, you're good to go. So so that's one of the things that they're looking at, you know, updating the verbiage, right? Because it it, it kind of um slows the veteran down for um, like dang, okay, I don't have any school local in my area. Um, in order for me to get this stipend, I need to go in person. Right. So yeah. it, sometimes it depends. Like if they're in a remote or I still location, you might have the closest school is like an hour drive or you know, thing. And instead of you know, just learning remotely, it's the same, same concept because in the in the cyber or tech education space, you could do majority of things uh, via here. Like for me, I'm in San Antonio. And the um school I'm a career boss for, they up in Addison, Texas. Yeah. But I work remote, you know. I go up there once, you know, once a month to go for team building and meetings and stuff, but I'm <laughs> I'm down here in, in Military City USA, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you USA know, so um, yeah, so so it's it's good. And I tell people like if if you're wondering if you qualify as long as you have one day. Just go to the VA and, and just apply. Let them tell you no. That's what I tell everybody. Let them tell you that you are not eligible. Don't tell yeah. yourself. Don't yeah. tell yourself. Let them tell you. Let them do the homework. Let them tell yeah.
0: you. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take.
1: Hey, that's right.
0: You know, hey. I mean, maybe take five seconds before you take your shot to make sure you got all your documentation, but take the shot.
1: You know take what I'm saying? Take the shot. Worst thing they can say is no, that you're not eligible. Yeah, man. Gets.
0: I hear people talk themselves out of stuff all the time. It's like, do you don't even know, man? You haven't even yeah, done anything. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're their best, you're their best friend because you're basically saving them work. You know? Yeah. And Help, the, make them and tell the next, you no. Know.
1: And the next great thing that you pointed out earlier was um that you know somebody that came in as a GS12. But this is one, like I said, I've been yeah. attached uh for three years now, like in the cyber education space, once as a student now, on the other side as an advisor. Um this is one place where I see where people come in at an entry-level help desk position. And then within six months, they're, you know, a, a trainer, or because of their military background, right? Because yeah, imagine man. when you have a young E4 or, or a, a fresh new lieutenant, guess what they're doing? They manage a million-dollar projects, yeah. <laughs> they operate in million-dollar vehicles, they lead in, you know, uh a, a 10, 15, you know, squad or, or or whatever. You see what I'm saying? So when you yeah. transfer that. Then you come out like, oh man, y'all yeah, want to get? I want to make the six six. Yes, you you can get there. It's not the wrong starting at entry level because once you show your skill set, you show your eager, your your you're hungry for knowledge. You're hungry to to make your dash count. You're hungry to move into the next. They're gonna see that, and yeah. they're gonna move you up, right? Because they want to see you progress, right? Because they just imagine. You have your studio over there imagine if somebody like yeah hey i'm i'm, I'm in tech like okay well what skill set do you have like you know what I'm saying? i got a lot of important stuff here like i want to make sure yeah. so i'm going to start you out here you know like hey how, how about um make sure my passwords are all in you know a a, a password manager you know what I'm saying like start off yeah. and they and they knock it out and then okay well now i could boom up to um network security you see what i'm saying so it, they go so rapidly as long as they show yeah. that they're ready to rock and roll. They could see that, you know, GS-12 or if they want to stay in the government space whatever. Yeah. And that's another thing, right? They come into the government space because now, as you see, the government is expanding for the cyber command, for, for cyber. Because yeah. right? there's just so much, there's so much, um, so many threats out there that as, as, <laughs> it's like, man, it's <laughs> what they say. Like, sometimes I just don't want to know, right? You know, when people talk yeah. about, like, hey, I'm, I'm better I'm not off eating not eating. knowing. I'm better off not knowing, right? So that's, like, when you come in tech, like, oh, man, I even, here, I'm over here locking down my phone, you know, making sure <laughs> I have this Before, I didn't care. But now that I'm inside, cyber, like, okay, well, I need to do, I need to log auto wheel off. I need to disconnect, you know, because I don't want nobody in my stuff, yeah. you know, when I'm sleeping at night, you know? So it's just
0: crazy, man. But it's um, life-changing. I think a good thing you brought up, um... You know, and I've seen it a lot, you know, especially with the more senior people. A lot of our junior people, we we do, right? Like As, you know, as an E4 in the Marines, you're probably leading a fire team, right? As a corporal, you know, you could be a work center supervisor in the Navy. I don't know what you call it in the Air Force, but the pay isn't usually commensurate with what your responsibilities are, right? And I see a lot of people getting out of the military that get hung up on the fact that, well, I did all this leading. I should make this much money, but you don't realize if you don't have the if you're trying to go into a field where you don't have the experience, you're going to have to bite the bullet on one thing. And that's usually yeah. coming in at a lower level of responsibility with maybe, and usually the money's a little bit better. Um, if you're junior and I always tell junior people like, look, don't get hung up on the money. You're probably going to end up making more money than you think. Take the lower end job so you can work yourself up in the organization. Right. Cause, because it's, I've seen it happen more than I haven't, you know, once you get in there and you're, you know, you come in you're 18 you get out you're 22 and you're a 22 year old who yo like i'm not even kidding can,
2: <laughs> can take
0: care of their house can brush their right. teeth can put on deodorant like there's 22 year olds that can't do that stuff man right you can't show up to work in a, in, a, in a decent looking <laughs> civilian attire right uh. so you show up to work 90% of the time looking better than your competition and now you know you take those entry level jobs and just knock them out you you just chalk it up to the game this is what it is cuz i know when i retired When I got that job, you know, that one shot job, I worked for a former E5. And when I showed up, she was like talking to me and, and I said, look, I'm not going to have any problem working for you. I'm like, you're my boss. This is the way it is. So I said, you know, and I did, i worked for like two and a half years you know, and I got it. I got a, I got, you know, I went to another company, but you know, I never had a problem because she had been doing that job that we were doing for like five years longer than me. You know what I'm saying? Like, she wasn't an E five anymore. She just was a person who was doing this job who happened to be an E five before, but like you couldn't quantify the amount of knowledge she had for that job we were doing. So I just like, you know, like you said, don't shoot yourself in the foot before you even try number one. And then like, I can't stress it enough, man. Like take everything you hear with a grain of salt, even the positive stuff. But I would tell you that negative stuff, man, really, really look at the messenger. Really. Yeah you know, judge the character of the person telling you, because some people are just aren't happy with any, they don't get it. They don't get that. There's going to be, you know, just cause you worked hard for 20 years. Doesn't mean you're not going to have to work hard again. You're going to probably have to work hard again and you're worth working hard for yourself. You know what I mean? But yeah.
1: I call it, I call it the, the, uh, one of my close friends, man. I, I never forget. She, she told me this. She was like, um, always look at the BDA. They go another acronym for you so yeah. write that down the before during and after
2: yeah
1: right what you have done before you could use during right like like when you're pivoting when you're transitioning mm-hmm. use it during that time but then the after because now you have two parts that you can add to the after the way you're gonna soar right and and you knocked it out of the part when you said look I understand. Like I was a CSO. Imagine coming in at entry level. Like okay, I had to eat some humble pie, but that wasn't my sector. Yeah. That you know, I came in at a at a level that I was comfortable. But I knew I wasn't staying there. Right. It's like yo. Yeah. Give me the opportunity. <laughs> yeah. And I'm gonna show y'all right. Just I just just give me that opportunity because once they see and and this is you know one thing as a veteran right. Um. We we, we go on with that. Um, like, hey, I'm I'm a veteran, this and that, you know. On the other side, on the on the civilian side or non-veteran side, is all they want to know is, can you help solve problems? Are you yeah, a man. problem solver? Do you have the solutions? They do I've made money my whole in. life
0: just doing <laughs> yeah. that. That's all I care about, man. Yeah. Give me a problem and I'll solve it. And yeah, and if I can't, I'll call Kingsley because I know Kingsley knows how to solve this problem.
1: Hey, I'm not I don't, too proud to People, yes, somebody's gonna know. Like between us, somebody, somebody that we know is gonna know.
0: Yeah, and, and we, if you give me the answer, then I'll buy you lunch next week.
1: There the we lunch go. is on me. So you and
0: you were talking about, talking about you were talking about um um some of the stuff before. So yeah. is there any anything you think a veteran would need to do to prepare for applying for this program? Like any like any anything other than like the prerequisites you talked about as far as like having one day of GI Bill remaining or whatever. Are there any dots, I's or cross T's you think they need to do before they go and apply or before they start?
1: I, yeah, I, I would definitely say to um, in whatever industry, right, if you if you're trying to pivot into something new, you have to start living, breathing, being part of it. Right. So that's listening to podcasts. That's, you know, following tech enthusiasts on if you're on LinkedIn or facebook or youtube you know like you have to start to get into that environment right so you could it's like uh osmosis right it's like you be around it so much you don't even know that you're learning you you see what i'm saying it's like prepping the battlefield so prepping your mind for uh coming into something that you have no idea about like you 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 have no idea but then when you go through the program you're like oh man okay yeah that's this that's that you know you start relating like You'd be wow. surprised,
0: bro, how much stuff you just recall because <laughs> yeah. you yeah. read a little bit, you know.
1: Yeah, and we've been around it since the um, I say since the first iPhone came out, right? We just don't know it was called that, it was that until we get, you know, like okay, so that's why I said I've seen a lot of veterans, um, nowhere near the tech industry, like total, like what I mean, the total opposite, like the polar opposite of of tech, but they're the they're the ones that's 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 flourishing, and it. And doesn't have an age to it. You see what I'm saying? It doesn't have an yeah. age. It doesn't have a color. It's like, can you help solve problems or not? Can you help defend yeah. this network or not? Can you put this thing in place or not? If the answer is yes, we need you. We want you. Come on. Let's go. Yeah. By the way, yeah. go through VetTech so you can get that training and come <laughs> on in. Right? And and, that's, and that's, the, that's like the VA signing off on us. Right? That's like, hey, we're going to establish this pipeline to help fill the gap.
2: Yeah. You know, no, it's great. Now,
1: they're gonna have to want it. I, and, and I'm gonna tell you, they I've seen a lot of veteran anything like, oh, you know, it's like um you know, the, the main thing a lot a lot of people they, they find um Gucci, like like the Gucci thing, like, oh, I wanna be like a pen tester, like, oh yeah, I see hacking boxes, hacking this and that. But just like that, guess what have to happen after report writing? A lot <laughs> of people don't like writing reports, right? That's the you know, just like in law enforcement, right? Like yeah. the 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 firefighter the gum like that's good but guess what you have to go back and write that report now that you know that's the part that people don't see right so it's just knowing everything that's gonna be involved involved in like involved in the process just to be smarter and like I say start out by um they um so for some people the if you don't know about um Act Now Education that's a that's a, a veteran nonprofit that helps um veterans getting, you know, the like provide extra training. Um Vets to Industry is another one that helps, you know, that helps veterans on the nonprofit side just to give information and and kind of, you know, those two, those two programs, um, ACP learning, because I know that you're part of the, you know, the yeah. ACP um program. Like, you know, I'm an ACP mentor. So it's it's things out there to prepare you um to be successful. The next thing I want to add to that is you have to be ready. Yeah. You, you you, you, have to be ready, like, okay, if this is what you're going to do, and it's okay. It, it's okay to start from the beginning. It's okay to start at the middle. It's okay to start at the top. Because once you're in, the next thing is you have to stay there or or keep, you know, moving up, right? That's the, once you're in, okay, what you're going to do? Yeah. No, now. I agree,
2: now man.
0: Because it's you, you got to, man, you just got to be ready to seize the moment. I tell people that all the time. You know what I mean? Like and if, if, if what you want isn't showing up, you gotta be ready for when it is show like, you gotta be able to put your foot through that door and then carry that second foot with you and then, and get in the room and then make them kick you out
1: hundred percent. You know what
0: I'm saying? Cause it's about, it, it's a fine line between like being selfish, but you have to be when it comes to your future. And then unfortunately, if you're taking, if you're responsible for other people's, you know what I mean? Like financially oh, yeah. responsible for your, for children or, you know, you know, whatever. Um, it's there. Hey, so I pulled up. Um, I'm gonna pull this up on the screen real quick. Sure, yep. The eligibility stuff so we can kind of read it mm-hmm. line by line. And okay, then, like yeah. I said, I'll put the link in the show notes. But, um, so you got to be you can't be on active duty or within 100 days, 180 days of separating from active duty. You got to qualify, like you said, for the VA education assistance in the GI Bill, and mm-hmm. you have to have at least one day of unexpired GI Bill entitlement. Correct, I have yeah. 120 days left. Oh, yeah, you yeah. <laughs> you're accepted into a program by a, a VA appoint, approved training provider. And then it says it won't count against your GI bill entitlement. You only need one day of unexpired GI bill benefits to participate. That's the part that's pretty freaking cool.
1: Yep.
0: And then uh, I was going to ask you these questions, but we got it pulled up. So what, kind, sure, what yeah. kinds of training does vet tech cover? And it covers uh, computer software stuff, computer programming stuff, yep. data processing, information science, and media applications. The media application one's pretty interesting.
1: Yep. So that's um um app security, and um it's so many different avenues you could take, right? Everybody think like, oh, it's just cyber is one thing. No, you have cyber, you have tech, you have the analytics side, you have the um the the governance risk appliance side, you have the you know you have the. I mean, I could go down the the penetration test. I mean, there's so many the the network administrator. The, uh, Linux for the program, right? You have a lot of, uh, application security is, is so many different, um, avenues you could take. So it's, it's so, it's so wide. It's just whatever you're passionate in, um, you know, that's the lane to take, but yeah.
0: Yeah. And then, uh, the benefits you can get through this program, you can get tuition for a full-time high-tech training program, money for housing during your training. They got a link there for the current payment rates. We're not going to go through that. Um, if you're on active duty, you're not eligible to receive a housing allowance, probably because you're already getting one. Yep. And then uh, if you attend your training program in person, your stipend will be equal to the monthly military basic allowance for housing for an E-5 with dependents. This is based on the zip code where you're attending. So you probably want to go to school in New York City. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah, right. Yeah, wherever the school And, is and, at. Yep, and, not, cool. and
0: not Boise, Idaho. Uh, <laughs> if, you, if you participate in an online program, your stipend will be half of the BAH national average for an E-5 with dependents. And then if you don't attend any training for a full month, they'll prorate the housing payment for the days. So that's a pretty, I think that's, I think you brought up a good point though with the money, right? Like if you can get a good online program, I mean, sometimes a lot of times people are working like they can't commit to a school to go to like classes during the day. I know when I went to college, man, after I retired every single, it was always online or at night. You know, if it was in the seat, it was at nighttime and I'd work a full day. And then go to, go to school. You know what I mean? Like, and then come home and do homework and stuff like that. Write Paper. So it's, um, you know, sometimes that online and, and getting less money is actually a, more of a benefit to you because you can concentrate on your coursework, which, which not to sound like the angry dad, that's what you should be doing. Right. Like yeah. this is a shot at yeah, a better I, future.
1: Yeah. And I tell people don't focus on a BH, right. Because you're looking at, okay, if you go to a ten-week program, that's two and a half months. That's what four four to six thousand dollars. So what? Like that's what, what you're getting for those ten weeks or twenty weeks. I have long that program is, is gonna you know a hundred times whatever whatever that BH uh uh the housing stipend is, right? Because it is to gear you up. And I do want to add is, um, once the veteran comes through the program. You know like i did my part right like i like i was aggressively looking for jobs you know it, it just it just happened to you know it was it was the COVID era right it's like everybody was you know moving and shaking and stuff so uh i, I just wasn't up high on lab but then once i got that one opportunity it's like the flood it, it just started office was coming in left and right i was like oh, like no i'm good i'm good i'm good where i'm at is is as I did as a veteran. You know, I was aggressively job seeking because some veterans they they come through. They get the you know some come for the wrong reason, right? Let's you know let's call it they. Oh, I'm I'm just going for the stipend or whatever. But that's the short game. Like think about your family. Like, think about where this could put you in three. Well, heck, not even three. In twelve months, twenty four months, three years. You know, from from the training, yeah. right? Because like I said earlier, if the veteran doesn't get in, um, all that funding go back to the to the VA and guess what they run the analytics and they see, okay, well, if this program is not working, which the intention is to get veterans into tech. Yeah. So if that's not thing, guess what's going to happen? They're going to, you know, just let it, yeah. Pull the program. And then now people are not, you know, veterans that's going to just trying to get in that's trying to do the right thing is. So that's why I tell parents like, look, aggressively look for uh, employment. Once you get in, reach back out to whatever school you go to, right? To have them report it to the VA, like, look, we have another veteran inside of of tech, right? Like, this program is value-added. This program is working. Let's keep this thing running.
0: Yeah. You think the VA would hire one of these data science graduates to compile a database that they could fill out to run some freaking metrics off of, right? You think the VA is like,
1: Oh well, they, they actually they do. So okay, they, so 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 the school, so whatever um school like that listing, they reach out to the school like, hey, how many veterans came through your program? How many veterans have reported to you that they are in um uh, mean that's called meaningful employment, um and how, so they, it all runs a percentage. So when they so when it's going up for review or when it's going up for that's what it's doing right now. And they say, like, hey this program was only 40% successful, so we're going to pull this funding and put it somewhere else. Or this program was 75% successful, so we're going to keep it on, right? So they so they do every year, um, the schools that's on that list, they have to provide the VA with um, how many veterans enrolled that utilize the vet tech program, how many veterans graduated, how many veterans uh, received em- employment. How many and then how many veterans haven't? So they run that whole data analytics and they, um, every year they have to, um, have those numbers for the VA. Now, I don't know if the VA posted somewhere to where you know we can see it. I, I just know that that's how the process on work. So I, I know there's coming up one and they use all that to kind of like, okay, yeah, let's let because they they extended the program, uh, at least I know two, uh, two times this year, like they it, it ran out of funding early in the year like in April May time frame and then they they put some more um funds in it i think like september october and then soon as so soon as the veteran nation heard about hey vet tech got some more i mean like people was running to the VA like hey i need a coe I need you know schools is being reached out and you know it was a waiting list again that's a good thing right because it, it means that the word is getting out like hey if you're looking to get into tech and it's and it's hard because don't forget that we also competing against the people that's already in tech. Yeah, we're competing against people that's overseas. So if this gives us a, um, a avenue to get in with the training and with the you know the transition into it, it's I mean it's a win-win. Of course we're gonna have the outliers like oh this program's, but okay then it's it's not for everybody. Like it's yeah. it's it's for you if you want it to be for you. Yeah,
0: no, that's that's a great point. It's, it's, yeah, man, I, I can't imagine getting all this, and then the last thing you have to do is go advocate for yourself in order to find a job, that's and it. you just don't do it. It doesn't make happen. any sense. You know what I mean?
1: It happens at times, but we uh, the majority of the people they a, a, they they follow all the way through. They, you know, they and the great thing, of, and this man, that's why I said I love. The veterans that I assisted so far, like I said, I'm sitting over a thousand, but they reach back out to me like, hey, Kings, hey, I got a position with my company. Do you know anybody that's, you know, that's looking? You see what I'm saying? So now we got people inside of the organizations and they reach back to bring in another veteran that utilized the program. So it's it's, you see what I'm saying? It's just like that's what we do. That's what we do. Veterans look out for each other. Like, that's what we do. So I just ask veterans like, hey, let's complete the process. Right. So we could show. That this program is value added and is working, and we could keep it on like forever. Like, it shouldn't even come up for a discussion anymore, right? This should yeah. be like just like the post 911, the GI Bill, VRE. Like, this would just be another portion yeah. of, of that to give veterans an opportunity or, or another, you know, way in to, to transition to doing something after the surface.
0: Yeah, they need some aggressive people in the VA too to promote that because, you know, Government entity to government entity. I mean, I know there's there's rules and stuff and laws, but like we are producing a group of people who have specific skill sets. And why aren't we going after a portion of them to basically support the infrastructure we need to be successful going forward in the future? Kind of oh, yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Like let it's fine for industry to get a lot of them, but there should be a group that we're pulling, like, hey, you know what I'm saying? We got we got these benefits here and we could do this. Well, real quick, Kingsley. Yep. Um, give us a success story. Give us a success story. Now you told us yours when you started from from suitcase to briefcase, right? That's a you can take that title for the book if you want. Um, <laughs> hey, um, I'm
1: gonna hey, that's okay. Yeah, when you come <laughs> on to the Better Club Podcast, you're like yeah, man, we definitely gotta have you on. That's one man. This this community is so dope. Yeah. So
0: dope. Um, but give us a success. You don't got to name names, but a success story. I think that would you think would relate to the audience because my audience is all over the place as far as age demographics though, but uh, pretty much a lot of veterans are people that are military affiliated.
1: Yeah. Um, Man, I could, there's so many, but this one, um, this is, this is true to my heart. So as a a, a young veteran, he uh, got out of service uh, army, he got out and um, did emergency services. So he was a, EMT slash firefighter um, and doing the same thing I was doing, you know, but younger, right? Like I talked about it, like, you know, couch surfing, I'm um, um, living out of his truck and did not have any zero, zero IT experience. And one of his buddies told him about the program, Vet tech program. And he's like, Oh man, let me look into it. He reached out to the school and, and he just started, uh, he started this year and um, graduated, but he, now he has over five certifications. Um, with a great organization now, and giving back and and I call it um, not even giving back, paying it forward, right? Like keeping yeah. the door open for other veterans, right? And he would say like, yo, he was when I he was broke, broke. Like he was like, yo, I was on my last. My last, last, and coming through having this program now is giving me life again. It's, it's giving me yeah. a reason to stay around. It's giving me, you know, energy again. And that's just one sort of like I could go down the list. Like, and what he told me is like, man, I just wanted somebody to give me an opportunity. Yeah. Cause all he was, he, he, he was a grunt, right? He like, and he, he did something that he thought he was going to be successful, but he got tired of pulling fire hoses. He got tired of riding the back of the ambulance and he got, he's like, man, how can I use my skills? What I've learned. And he came across the vet tech program. That's awesome. And one day, and you see that either day one or one day, all he needed was that one day and he had it. Yeah. He had that one day left.
0: Oh, he, he only expired. had one? He literally had one day left? Jay. He,
1: like, his, his, um, when he told me his thing was gonna expire, like, within a month, like, his, his, um, good, I think it was, like, at the time before they changed it to the forever GI Bill, he was at the expiration date.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow.
1: So, he, if he didn't find the program, I don't even know, you know what I'm saying? It's just, like, but he found it. Somebody told him about it. Word of mouth from another veteran. Yeah. yeah. And, and and now and he's you know, crushing it.
0: Yeah. I love word of mouth, but we got to get better. And I think, yeah. you know, you know, uh, this leads into, you know, podcasts like your podcast, I think, are a prime avenue for that. Um, So, you know, I'm not going to be able to end with a better story than what you just the, the couple you just shared with us about, you know, the vet tech and your personal experience, especially as being a career advisor. Um, But, Where can, you know, where can my audience, we're definitely going to have to follow up because I mean, there's so much more we could talk about, um, not only with the vet tech program, um, maybe we should keep tabs on it and see where it's going. Um, also, you know, with the company you work with and how you help advocate and advise um, people, because I feel that's a big thing that's lost is like, sometimes you need answers. And like, I think like this generation, we have a bigger problem than like we were when we were young. We had no information to go anywhere to go other like libraries and stuff, right? <laughs> I feel like nowadays there's too much information.
1: Uh, we we just had a conversation yesterday. Too like it's so much information. It's like information overload, right? And it's um, you know, people get super excited. Like it's just so much information coming in. You just want to yeah. kind of close your ears, like oh, I don't want to hear nothing. Just too much information. Yeah. So having a a a source to where somebody could ping or just you know ask some questions, like, hey, so what was it like from you, like? I tell people like I'm not going to um, ask if I- I'm going to ask a F1 Formula race car driver how do you drive on a racetrack. Right, I'm not going to ask somebody that's been watching it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, yeah. like, and let uh, until you're behind that seat with that steering wheel turning them corners at 200 plus miles an hour. You could tell me when, when to let off the gas or, or, or yeah. press through the curve and stuff instead of watching it from the stand right? so I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. contact that driver. Right? I'm gonna contact that F1 formula driver, like hey, how do you like man? Yeah. How do you train for that? Like like what wh- how did you get interested in being a driver? Like, why not being a, a Jack person or you yeah. or, you know somebody that's cleaning the windshield? why that? And then they go in there and like, okay, well, man, I, I think I could do that. Let's let's go. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, so where, um, so Kingsley, where can everyone find you at? Um, all oh. our stuff, and like I said, all the links will be in the show notes for everyone listening at home. But it's let oh yeah, yeah, can find me find on you.
1: LinkedIn. You all say follow me on LinkedIn. That that's my back. You know, is it, is the OG it's the Kingsley Sky. You can just find me. You'll see the guy with the smiling face. Like, yeah, yeah just, just follow me, connect, and um, like I said, um, and, and it's a great place to um uh, things. So if you're not on LinkedIn, if you're a are a any type of professional, and you like, hey, this that's where the professional go. Just like how, how Jason found me and I reached out to him and we had a great conversation. And he's like, Hey, do you want to come on my podcast? We'll talk about that. I said, Yeah, <laughs> when and where? Let me yeah. know. I I think today we kept reaching each other because I was traveling. It's like, hey, I, I'm here. And that's, you know, he's like, okay, like, let's let's make it happen because like when I'm stop breathing, like all the information I have is gonna go with me. I don't want that. Yeah. No. I want to push everything out. So you know, when it comes time, uh, you know, to say say something, hey Jake, don't worry, I'm gonna I'm gonna send a personal invite for you. Just say something good at the funeral, right? Yeah. Just like, hey, <laughs> hey, that guy was a stand up guy. Like he, yeah, he gave it his all. Yeah. And there's I'm a like, lot me, more people out there. Like, let me this. play
0: this one hour video of Kingsley for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Get comfortable.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just you know, just and and things. So yeah, just find me on there and and connect. And you know, if, like I said, if I don't know the answer. I know people who know the answer, so whatever it is, veteran-related, if you want to know, I could push you to to contacts that have have more information. Like I said, tomorrow will be year five for me as a veteran, so nice. I still got more to learn. Congrats! Um, I appreciate. it. I like, man, this is my five year, bro. I'm five years old. I'm a veteran, five years old tomorrow. Yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna and, throw and me real a quick,
0: and, real quick, plug your podcast.
1: Oh yeah, so it's the veterans uh, uh, the veterans club podcast? So it's um, hosted on on LinkedIn on Saturdays. And uh, we have um, we talk about events, so we talk about uh, things like this. Like this last Saturday, we just had the ninth secretary of Veteran Affairs on there to ask about you know um, programs, nice. veteran programs, and stuff. So we found out about um, this thing called the um, VASH, the uh, HUD VASH program. So that helps uh, veterans that's uh, homeless and trying to find um, housing and give oh, them wow. um, vouchers to attain um, affordable care housing and you know, it's like so many, so much, like you talked about earlier. So much information out there. You don't know where to look, right? So just by that and coming here, like I said, every there's a lot of people that just want to help and 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 pay it forward, right? Because, like you said back when we didn't have the internet age, it was you had to go to the library, and, and that's if you had a library close by, right? Is and that's yeah. it. You know, the, the Encyclopedia Britannica. You know, but that 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 yeah. was it. But now it's you know, it's, it's this is this close away, right? Here's your library now. Yeah, here's your library. Um, but yeah, just reach out. Just reach out. Like I said, if if I don't know, I know people that know. So um, yeah, I'm always here to assist.
0: Yeah. And for the audience, I'm gonna have all these links in the show notes, so don't worry about it. As always, episodes post on Thursday. And uh, I'll make sure everything's in there. Reach out to Kingsley, uh, check out the veterans. I'm definitely gonna check out the Veterans Club podcast. Um, sounds like a good time. And uh Kingsley, you got any parting shots for anybody?
1: At the end of the day, remember these four words: make your dash count. Everybody knows when you're here, right? They do the meet and greet. Everybody knows where you go. They, you know, they they do the send off. But what did you do in between? The smallest thing, like what did you do to make it better? How did you leave it better than how you found it? Have you increased the value before you go on to do the next? Just make your dash count. Make it count. But we only count. get one
0: shot. That's it. Make right, it count. That's right. We got one. We got one shot. Well, I appreciate it, Kingsley. Thank you for sharing your wealth of knowledge. We're going have to have that back on because there is like, awesome, so much brother. more we could talk about. And I appreciate awesome, your time brother. as always. And uh, uh, everyone at home, remember at watchrolling.com, you make the watch. The watch doesn't make you.
2: Ooh!